Hello, and welcome to Chronicles of a Medium. I'm your host, Maureen Hashi, Psychic Medium. Join me for a compelling conversation into true crime, mediumship, and everything in between. Spirit communicates differently with each medium. As well, we all have our own area of expertise that varies between each spirit communicator. I had not realized at the time just how often my guides and angels sent visions my way. Until after the investigation, my visions increased and soon I was bombarded by victims who wanted to share their story stories of cases of unsolved murders. My first response on a human level is, why come to me? I'm just a little medium from Canada. But soon realized that I could offer something that their souls needed, some comfort and closure, if nothing else. The energy of the day had been filled with unease as I wandered through my day trying to ignore it. Nothing seemed right and on days like this the best thing for me to do is stop what I'm doing and meditate. I took out a charcoal disc, lit it and loaded it with copal resin along with a few other sacred scents to shift the energy The house seemed heavy, which usually this helped. It was typical for me to go to bed with my journal, pen in hand, and my cell phone in case I needed to record anything. Whatever was going on that day was certainly going to wake me up in the dead of night and come through. With so much information sometimes, it's hard to keep track and it's easy to lose important information. So I always recommend to at least have a journal by your bed or a recording device. A lot of what comes through can be metaphorical and symbolism, depending on the intelligence of the spirit communicating. Now, I'm not referring to their intellectual intelligence on a human level, more so that of a spiritual intellectual reference. How they communicate with the living can vary as they work through the different levels of their light body and they release their human limitations and experience, especially how they exited this earth plane existence. If it was a traumatic experience or they left before they're ready, it can take them a little bit of time to process their human experience and let it go. Like they have to work through it the same we do on a living level. So that night I settled into bed and was drifting off and (laughs) Something you should know about me. As soon as my head hits the pillow, I am out. And 
As I could feel myself drifting off that night, I could see the silhouette of a woman forming. Suddenly, I was not myself, but I was aware that I had stepped into her experience. I was performing on Broadway, but I was in another era, which looked like the 40s or 50s, and there was a lot of excitement in the air, as I felt like this was one of my first performances. I couldn't seem to focus on her face of the woman that I'd become, but I felt the energy of what she looked like. I could see my body and how others looked at me, like I was beautiful. I had on a white silk evening gown, so tight that it was hard to move, and I had a silk robe over me as I went on stage. I remember this feeling like a scene from The White Christmas, but not. Remember, symbolism is everything, so I made a note of the reference to White Christmas as though it was a clue to something. A female in charge approached me wearing beige riding pants and a black shirt as I stepped off the stage. She was also stunning and edgy. The words handsome woman came to mind. Taking me aside to speak quietly and she lowered her head and voice and looked side to side as though she was scanning the room to ensure no one was listening when asking if I wanted to do a special performance after the show. A lot of big names were going to be in attendance, so I agreed. My big break, it's what I waited for, she said to herself. So I said, sure. You'll notice I'll flip back and forth explaining this as though I'm myself and the victim. I went on to do my show and my number. As I spoke to the woman in charge, I noticed that I had some sort of Brooklyn accent. But remember, not everything is as it seems in a vision. After my show, I waited for the boss lady. That's what I called her. I sat quietly and I was now in a new location. I could hear music playing and it was some sort of weird circus shit. I was assigned a helper who seemed much younger than me. She came and brought me to a viewing area, but I was the one being viewed, which seemed to be outside by a lot of pine trees. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I hope I get picked. And foolish thoughts of stardom. Little did she know this was going to lead her to her death. I was given the further instructions. The house, uh, it seemed to be set up for some sort of thing like this. Like it was built for a stage. I could hear people chanting and doing things off to the left, but I, I can't see who it is or what they're saying, except it was led by a woman and it felt 
oppressed and dangerous. Suddenly, the crowd fell silent as a hush rippled over the audience. A loud voice announced, he has arrived. He who? I'm sure you're asking yourself, because I was too. As I looked over the crowd, they all bowed forward in their chairs in this weird way, and they remained seated. I too was prepared to do some kind of curtsy when I noticed my outfit, and it made my stomach churn with nervous energy as I second-guessed myself for the first time. I take note of my outfit as I become increasingly aware of the shift in energy. And as I glanced down, I noticed I was wearing yellow hip waders and nothing else. But there was this warm liquid sloshing around, making the sound of a small wave. I felt the effects of whatever drug I had been given during my unusual preparation earlier that evening which I noticed she had little memory of. Things from here go very dark and twisted. I realized that a warm liquid was her own blood. The location speaks to her current surroundings of the last memory she had before she died. So usually when it's graphic like this and strange, it does speak to the fact that she might have been drugged. She was under the influence of something and she didn't have control over herself, so things felt very weird to her. Her hip waders filling with blood or so it seems a clear indication that she might have experienced some internal bleeding and torture leading up to her death. But these are some of the things that the symbolism in a vision can mean. So now you might be asking yourself, what's the difference between a dream and a vision? So let me clear that up for you. A dream is filled with random circumstances that don't make a lick of sense and most times you can't remember all the details. While a vision is very detailed, all your sensors, senses are engaged. So you see, feel, hear, smell, and taste the experience during a vision. And it's so detailed that you remember everything when you wake up. So with all of these details that I had wrote out that day, and I put them in a journal, including the ones I didn't want to tell you, and I forwarded them on to the director of our show because this felt very much like a victim we needed to pay attention to. She was trying to get a message across of her body what happened to her, who she was. So pay attention to your dreams, journal them, because you never know what comes through and it will make sense later, that I can promise you.
as I said before, it gets increasingly dark and ominous. So I didn't want to go into the details of what led her to her death that day. But let's focus on some of the symbolism that came through. She was beautiful, wearing a white dress, and the words White Christmas came through. This could speak to an association. It could speak to time of year. It can also speak to her intentions because she was wearing white, white symbolism of pure. Or this felt the best time of her life. She was at her prime. The woman in charge was an opportunist. At least that's what I pick up on her. She could have played a key role in leading other women to their death in Hollywood. The Brooklyn accent can speak to either she had an accent, she was from Brooklyn, or the killers themselves were associated with Brooklyn. So if you were curious on how myself received messages or other mediums, you know, this can give you a clear indication of some of the things that I personally experience. And if you're new to being a medium and this is something you really want to do, this is intense. So spirit's not just going to throw you in to an intense murderous vision. They're going to kind of build you up in preparation to experiencing these things and understanding the messages that are coming through from the victims. That's why it's important to write it down because at the time it might not make sense when you're getting it, but as you start to flow in the energy and relive it through writing it out, it becomes clear, not just the symbolism, but the actual facts of their passing. So the more you pay attention, the stronger the details come through, but the stronger your connection to spirit becomes. I hope this helped you today understand a little bit more into the workings of this medium. You've been listening to Chronicles of a Medium. I'm your host, Maureen Hashi, Psychic Medium, Intuitive Healer. Thanks for listening. Until next time, the light in me honors the light in you. Sending you blessings for a wonderful day.